It's October. It's the month to talk about the scary movies, the movies that make you jump out of your seat, that make you freak out because somebody's leg got cut off. How did that happen? When talking about horror movies, there are so many different styles of them that we thought we would have a really nice conversation about our favorite ones, whether they be going old school, 50s, 60s, 70s, or even the modern ones. Uh, even talking about something like Saw, even though it's over a decade old, it inspired a lot of torture porn movies. So we're going to be talking about our favorite horror films right now on another exciting episode, creepy episode of A Cast of the Past with a brand new episode each and every Sunday. If you enjoy what we do, please consider leaving that five-star review on Apple Podcast Stitcher and leave us a little bit of candy on the on the, uh, the porch. That would make me very happy. I am Juan Velas. I am from Puerto Rico. Joining me from Boston, Massachusetts, we have Ryan McNulty. Now, Ryan, there's a lot of horror movies out there, a lot of uh, within that genre. Is there a particular type you like? Uh, I, I really like a mix of movies. Uh, you know, I enjoyed growing up watching a lot of the slasher movies. So you got like Halloween, Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street, and then you've got jason of course but then i also enjoy some of the more subtle movies or even like the zombie movies out there um so i I like all kinds really i I don't really discriminate i appreciate some of the found footage ones as well so really i'm i'm interested to see as long if i hear it's good if i hear it's worth watching i'm down i don't really have a preference to a particular type and from london ontario we have keith poshik same thing man When talking about the horror film genre and those in the video version, holy crap, that was creepy. Uh, What what's like your your ideal style of horror movie? It all depends if I want to have fun with it or if I want to be scared, because if I'm looking for kind of like a fun horror time, I'm going to lean more towards like slasher films and just something that's ridiculous, dumb and fun. Your Friday the 13th, your Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But if I want to actually be scared, the uh, the more exorcism style movies or like demon found footage stuff is usually what gets me and those are my those are my favorite type it's like there's so much because even within a style within a horror movie there's still like the the grade you know people say like oh this is like a c grade but it's like purposely bad right it's like purposely low that's kind of its charm Exactly. Like right? when so, somebody gets stabbed and you can tell somebody threw ketchup at a wall for the blood spurt. Yeah. Yep. Those are the movies that when you yeah. go to Walmart, they're usually like 10 movies for like five bucks. Those are the ones that are usually There's a lot of great ones best. you can just find on Netflix and stuff too. Just a lot of those B Crackle. B Have you got the Crackle? Ones. No. It's like a free movie service from uh, Sony. It's basically that type of film, which is awesome. It's like if you just want to be able to laugh at a film, but kind of be freaked out by it. That's a really good one. But so you mentioned Slasher, Ryan. We also have the horror slash comedy ones that it's within a horror genre, but it it does try to make you laugh. We have the documentary style. So that's kind of like the exorcism of Emily Rose where they try to make it seem real, right? Like you're talking about a specific character or something. The M. Night Shyamalan corner of horror movies. You have torture porn uh, movies that I feel Saw definitely populated, which is Mm -hmm. you're in this because you want to see people suffer. You want to see people have their limbs be broken and you're going to yell, yes. You have the (laughs) the vampires and zombies usually. Which which side of the spectrum are you guys in? Vampires or zombies? Zombies. Zombies. Yeah. 
Even though it's like overdone, it's like nothing you, says you can't go dumb wrong. fun like a zombie movie. So, zombie Keith, uh, how how do you how do you like a, a horror movie to make you feel? Generally speaking, um, I have a weird relationship with horror movies these days, where. A lot for a lot of my life, I was deathly afraid of them. Where I I was scared to death. Like when uh, the Sixth Sense first came out, that was something that took me a while. And then uh, there was a movie with Mila Jovovich, The Fourth Kind. That movie legit made me stay up for a week because I couldn't go to sleep. I was so afraid of it. But eventually, I had to psych myself out of them in a way where I had to work through all of the ridiculous experiences of these movies and then kind of laugh at them where I almost ruined horror movies for myself and because of that now I enjoy a more fun experience like the zombie movies the the old slasher movies where if you go back and watch some of those old ones maybe not the best movies in 2019 but you can really appreciate them for what they are and they're nasty they're gritty like uh, the original they're Texas nasty. Chainsaw Massacre you watch that and you just feel dirty, but that's kind of what they what they want you to feel, right? Uh, what about you, Ryan? Do you like to to jump out of your seat, be uh, disgusted? It's it's a weird relationship as well because it's like I hate jump scares because they get me. I I fall for every single jump scare. Scare it gets me every single time. But there is a kind of a funness to it, right? You you're like anxious, you have that anxiety, but then after it happens, you kind of laugh about it. So. It, it is kind of like you get all tense and then there's like a period after where it, it's fun. So it's the same reason you go to like a haunted house, right? I was about to and ask, have you ever done any of those like walkthrough experiences? Yes. I hate those yeah. so yeah, much. It's so yeah, it is fun. And after the fact, you can laugh about it. But yeah, my God, like I think a couple of years ago, I did one of these, instead of it being like a couple small haunted houses, it's one really long one that like goes through like a farm or whatever. And you're just walking forever and you know another, there's something is around the corner and you're just waiting for it to happen. And oh, I love those you're just so like, much. you're trying to, you're walking through it, but you don't want to keep walking, but you know you have to. Um, so it, I mean, that's what a lot of horror movies are like. Um, I don't know. I don't like when movies solely rely on jump scares but you gotta have them in there every once in a while you know i do appreciate when movies don't have to always yeah. you know go to that um but certainly it is a part of the horror movie genre it's just a staple so keith uh take it away my friend what is your maybe not number one favorite horror movie because maybe you're like me where that that depends on on what i want on that particular night but generally speaking What's uh, one of your favorite horror movie films? I kind of have two answers to this one. Uh, as far as favorite horror movie goes, because of the way that I've uh, mentioned that I've psyched myself out of uh, horror movies, I love Cabin in the Woods. That's by far my favorite horror movie because of how hard it diverts your expectations for what that movie should be, where it starts off as a very stereotypical horror movie. Hey, here's a bunch of people in the woods, and then, you know, oh, there's the killer, and then it just takes the hardest right turn, and I love it so much how it's this almost, like, monster factory that it turns into, and it's a paranormal experience, and just the way that it diverts everything makes me love it so, so, so much, and a movie 
movie-wise, that's my favorite. I'm going to flip the script a little bit and talk about a TV series as well, because I have to give this one an honorable mention, because... It got me in the way that it made old Keith, terrified Keith, come back by the time I finished watching it. And I guess it's not a TV series because it was on Netflix, but it was from last year. The uh, The Haunting of Hill House, that series on Netflix, is maybe the t- most terrifying thing I've seen in my life because... What's it about? It's, uh, it's about a... It's about a hill house that is haunted and then a uh, <laughs> big shocker there. And then it's a, a family that uh, that lived in it. And then uh, an event happens where one of them goes back to it and dies. And it starts out this whole... Uh, this whole thing about possession and like paranormal experiences and in the same way that Cabin in the Woods diverts your expectations partway through, it does the exact same thing but in a pure terror form that just got to me because very early on it relies on the jump scares and it's very freaky jump scares. It's very good at doing that but about partway through the show when you think there's supposed to be a jump scare, there's not. And then out of nowhere, like, boom, here's something terrifying, and it catches you completely off guard. I think they they mastered horror in The Haunting of Hill House, and if you haven't seen it and you just like being freaked out, I can't give it a high enough recommendation. Is it a long series or one of those uh, short-term series I believe it's eight episodes. I'm going to double-check that right now. I remember there being a lot of hype behind that. I, I didn't end up watching it myself, but, you know, hey, it's what what better time? And we're in if October, need, right? If you need a spook for this year, I would recommend it. Yeah, no, in uh, Cabin in the Woods, ten I episodes. haven't watched that in a long time. Oh, 10 episodes? Yes. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's what I love about these series now. It's like they're almost like a, a cheating because they're not a movie but they're doing a short form thing that can be enjoyed in yeah. a similar fashion to a movie as opposed to a nine season series that you got to binge watch for days. But Ryan, uh, what about you, man? Favorite horror movie? So as I said, I grew up a lot with, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street or Friday the 13th and Halloween. Um, but I'm actually going to pick a, you know, not super recent, but definitely more recent than most of those movies. And I'm going to go with Paranormal Activity. And now the original one, I actually never ended up seeing the sequels, but I didn't hear most of them were worth the time of day anyway. Um, but this movie, I just have a great memory of seeing it in the theater when I was in college with just a huge group of people. Everyone came up for Halloween and we just all went out and saw this movie and it was a really fun time but this movie also did freak me out um it was a found footage style movie uh came out in 2007 and it was it's i think still to this day the most profitable movie ever made it you know made a ton of money and they don't yeah, it was like it a, only cost like 70 grand to make and and I, it made I, think millions. Less, I think it was less i uh well i don't know how much i'm it was gonna fact for, check but that said, while you talk yeah it was something like 350k um you know, Paramount and DreamWorks bought the rights to it or whatever. Um, but either way, it's about a couple who move into this house and they start experiencing these weird things. So they start documenting it on videotape and they just, you just see overnight these freaky things that are happening. And eventually they discover it's not like a ghost, it's some sort of demon. It's this darker entity and things just keep escalating along the way. And it definitely freaks you out. And the, the way that they kind of ramp up 
the scares each time, uh, makes it really intense. Um, it, it's so it's a really great movie, and I think it does horror very well. I, I can't say anything really about the sequels, but it seemed like it kind of jumped the ship after that point. Um, but definitely the first one is worth watching if you haven't seen it already. So according to IMDb, the budget for this movie was fifteen thousand dollars. Yep, and wow. its yep. cumulative worldwide gross was a hundred and ninety-three million. <laughs> wow. I mean, you know, made a few bucks, add a couple zeros. Not not that big a difference, really. That's insane, though. That's ridiculous. But I think the horror film genre, more than any other movie, it's like you can put millions into that movie, like economically speaking, or very little. But it's like, what do you do with that? You know, uh, you brought up a, a great movie there, Ryan, and I think that each one just gives you such a, a unique experience. You know, talking about the one of my favorite horror films, like I don't like the jump scares in the sense of like a. Uh, like the slashers when the when the bad guy just magically comes up and it's about the chase. I like the ones when there's very little sound, when there's very little happening. There's very, it's almost like standing still, but it's going to happen eventually. And the last horror film that I saw in theaters was A Quiet Place. And that movie to me was easily one of my favorite movies in the past couple of years because of that. You know, for those who don't know, we are in a post-apocalyptic world where sound is uh, picked up by extraterrestrial creatures. So if you're a human, if you live somewhere, you can't make noise because otherwise the bad guys come in, they kill your entire family. Obviously, you don't want that to happen. So it's a movie about not having any sound, including soundtrack, including sound effects. So any little thing that you heard was a big deal. And then you add that to the fact that if you watch it in a movie theater, what are people usually eating at a theater, people? Yep, you got I had that this exact same experience. It was one of the worst experiences of my life because I felt guilty eating my popcorn. You are an asshole. See, in my movie theater, at least, <laughs> in my movie theater, nobody ate. Like, the, so, like, you could tell people were looking uh, on the outside like, hey, just to be clear, this is a movie about sound. So it was fascinating to only hear people like drink, you know, like their soft drinks and stuff. Yeah. But nobody's eating. And it's like, isn't that insane? Try opening a can of ginger ale in that theater. Because my girlfriend and I usually sneak drinks in and some <laughs> snacks yeah. and then partway we through always, it. Yeah, well, I'll always open any like plastic packaging or cans before the previews even start because I know they're going to make noise. Yeah, yeah. But that that's like what's great about about this movie because it's like you can watch it at home, but at home you can be tempted to pause the movie, to raise, to lower the volume. But here it's like it's such a unique experience that you only get in a movie theater that when I was experiencing it, I'm like, man, we are all in this movie theater just waiting to hear a crack, a wood, you know, wood crack from the floor. We're waiting to hear the grass move. The freaking grass move. Not a soundtrack. Not, you know, the the horror films usually have that that, that hizzy, like the, you know, effect when something happens that makes you... Exactly, right? <laughs> Here, it's the opposite. The The silence is deafening, as some people say, and obviously things happen, and we're going to be getting a sequel now. I don't really know too much about that. Not excited. I think this is one too, deal. too quiet, too place. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yo, you got to have a little bit of sound here, man. It's way too quiet here. John Krasinski but, gets nitrous. 
that that could happen. That could happen. And I mean, he starred and directed it. So that's also pretty cool, right? Now, not often you get to see that. And then it was highly uh, revered. But I do want to bring up a couple of honorable mentions because I feel like you just have so many horror films that it's impossible, right? Totally just talk about one. Uh, you guys have obviously watched Scream, right? Yes. The Scream I series. Haven't. I haven't oh. seen. I, I've seen like scenes, but I've never actually watched any Scream movie all the way through. I love the evolution of the Scream series, how it almost became a parody of itself by the end of it. Right, because I thought the first one was a parody, because like hindsight, right? Like I, I forgot how that original movie was. So I watched it, I think it was like six months ago or something. I'm like, wow, this is like a legitimate like horror film, not a, a parody of what eventually became. Because like I first saw like one of the later ones, you know, you have The Shining. I mean, you got to talk about The Shining. Uh, I, I don't know if you guys have any comments about that. I I I, enjoy, I watched that recently actually. I've seen it before a couple times. Um but I do I do really like The Shining. Um watching it again, I never realized how much of an asshole Jack Nicholson is like the entire movie. Like we all know there's like the descent into madness, but it's like right out of the gate he's just an asshole the whole time. Yeah. It's not that far of a fall. Yeah, but I love, yeah. I, I know, I never read the book, but I know the ending, like, a lot's changed, but I just love the spookiness of the ending of The Shining, and I won't spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it. I mean, I know it's, like, many, many years old at this point, but just, like, the the ending, like, it's one of my favorite endings to a movie ever, because, like, you're trying to understand, like, what you're seeing and why you're seeing it. Yeah, so uh, another one, and you have two different versions of it. It's uh, Dawn of the Dead. So you have the original one, which I saw like 10 years ago. And then you mm -hmm. have the one that I believe came out in 2004. I think it was 2004-ish. Uh, like, yeah. The early 2000s was that time where they were like, hey, let's just bring back a lot of old stuff, make it new. You, know, you also had the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, both the original version and that. Anything you guys want to say about those movies? Dawn of the Dead, I believe it or not, I've only seen the original one. Um, but I, I love the concept of you're in a mall and you have these like zombies and everything. Because this was like, I believe, you know, Night of the Living Dead was kind of that first big zombie movie. But Dawn of the Dead, I think, made it more fun with just having that mall setting um, and just made things interesting. And it kind of added more of a comedy aspect to it at certain points. Yeah, and I have to thank Dawn of the Dead for existing because we never would have gotten Dead Rising, the game, if Dawn of the Dead didn't right. exist. And for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I mean, if you're talking about classic slasher, I think that's one of the best ones because if you go back and watch them, especially today, a lot of them come off comical. Like, I will say that the first Nightmare on Elm Street is more of a comedy than a horror movie in 2019. But the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is still gritty, and it's still gross, and it's disgusting. Leatherface is somebody that you can look at and be totally terrified of, both in the original and the remake. I think the original's still a little better, but that is a movie that actually withheld the test of time, and not a lot of horror movies can pull that off. I think horror is one of those genres that is uh, so time sensitive to when it comes out that it's really hard for them to land. But when they do, it's some of the best movies of all time. Yeah, no, and, and it depends on how gritty they are. And I'm talking about like even cinema, uh, the, the cinematography, 
some horror movies, what I hate about the modern ones or even some of the remakes is that they look really clean. You yeah, watch that original totally. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and dirty. you can almost smell like the the film reel. <laughs> like you feel you feel dirty. You got to take a shower after that movie. <laughs> but that's kind of that's kind of it, you know. And and not every camera shot needs to be ultra cinematic. Sometimes it can be it can be a little bit of, yeah, out of focus. People have gotten too good for themselves in the way it's like everything's going to be smooth and slick, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So one I have to bring up because it's maybe in one of my top five favorite movies of all time, and we talked about horror and comedy mixed up, Shaun of the Dead. So Shaun of the Dead does take the traditional formula of the world is coming to an end. We have a bunch of zombies, but then it's like this bromance film where things are happening. The world is pretty much coming to an end, but you're still laughing in the process, right? In your case, Ryan, what did you think about that? Shaun of the Dead, again, it, I, I do love that movie as well. It's definitely way more comedy than horror. It's more of like a comedy in a zombie setting. They don't do too much scary stuff. But overall, it's a really, really solid movie. I, I love it. Um, they they That also definitely has like a unique filming style where... You know, Sean is doing all these mundane tasks and they're shooting it like it's this most like epic thing ever. Um, but overall, I mean, it's just an amazing movie. You're going to hate me for this, but I really need no. to watch that. No. Wow. Wow. That's one like almost everyone's seen. Not but then me. Again, I actually, I did just recently show it to my girlfriend. She had not seen it. So, um, you what know, did she I guess think some about people it, generally speaking. Like, she liked it. it she now. enjoyed it. Um like i don't think she was blown away by it but i think she definitely enjoyed it and now um she can watch hot fuzz next because that's another great one right hot fuzz that's a really that's a really good one so the the closing comment here is when do you tend to watch horror films because like comedy action thriller suspense i think you can watch that throughout any time of the year right it's like whatever you can grab popcorn but i feel like this genre in particular the stereotype is you watch it around now, Halloween time, but do you follow that formula or when do you like to watch these? I absolutely follow the formula where October is all horror all day, so even going down to horror video games where uh, every year I have the tradition of playing Until Dawn just a little bit and then eventually I'll beat it by like 2045 or something like that. But yeah, now is a great time of year for it. And throughout the year, if there's something that gains a little bit of traction, I'll check it out. Or if I have the thought like, I want to see what Jason's up to and then watch one of the Friday the 13th movies, I won't stray away from it. But I love this time of year just to immerse yourself in all of it. Yeah, I just fall into the season as well. Like like he said, if something came out, you know, other time of the year, people said you have to see it, I, I would go check it out. But um, definitely go along with the season. Like I just saw It Chapter 2 that uh, came out recently. Man, talking about a movie that does not hold up, the 1990 It is <laughs> hot trash. Okay, yeah, that, I, I, freaked, I, I, that freaked me out as a kid too. And it's uh, it's kind of hilarious to go back and see how it is. Oh, I, I got to bring this up. I know we're almost like closing off, but Child's Play. It's like talking about a movie that as a kid for me, I'm like, wow, look at that doll. And now I'm like, ha, that's it's hilarious. What about you guys? Just Chucky and Child's Play. That freaked me out as a kid. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't even remember seeing the full movie because I'd get too scared and I wouldn't want to watch it. What do you think about that now? 
I don't I it's I haven't really gone back to check it out. I I never really got into that series as much as the other ones. Yeah, I think I watched the first one and at some point I have a memory of watching Bride of Chucky, but beyond that I never really stuck with me, but it was one of the original ones that I watched that really started the trauma in my life. That's just weird. Who would have thought that a doll could inst- instill such fear? Among all of us and, and still be traumatized. Who would have thought today. a giant spider clown would terrify a generation, but here we are. <laughs> true. That is very true. Um, like, he, the, in the nineteen ninety series when it turned into a spider, even I thought it was stupid as a kid. That was like, real that was dumb. Just lame. But everybody watching and listening, let us know either what's your favorite horror film or horror movie style, just because there's so much. I mean, we didn't even talk about Saw, like the whole the whole torture porn subgenre that that spawned because people just wanted to see the build-up they wanted to see the reactions saw came out in a time before youtube reactions were a thing i think if that movie came out now that would be way different of a situation but let us know on social media a cast of the past we are on instagram where you can enjoy a couple of different clips of the podcast exclusive stuff we also have the discord a cast of the past.com slash discord and if you enjoy this podcast and you want to make keith m poshik very happy you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and or Facebook. And up until next time, get ready for our Silent Hill 2 review right here on a cast. To the past. Spooky, scary Ooh. skeletons. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh.